last time on um, Roll Gay Roleplay? So Loxip came to the island of Edith to retrieve you so you can help him discover what happened to the missing queen. You found yourselves at the council, which was a tall spire with floating platforms that take you from floor to floor. While investigating her room, you found no signs of entry, no magic present, and a mostly pristine room aside from a few puzzle pieces and a black button on the ground. You know what we, we can do? Um, we can keep this button a secret. I'll put it in my pocket, and then we can go question uh, Marie's wife. Here, here. Uh, flattery will get you nowhere, Miss Betty. We have a problem here, Marie, and we need you to solve it right now. Your wife has been a problem, and she <laughs> has abducted the queen, and now she must pay for her sins through death. And I pull out, <laughs> I pull out the hilt of my uh, sword. You better watch what you say about my wife. You hear me? Dang. I'll pop all these nails off, every one of them. I begin inspecting um, Miss Thing's uniform. There is not a button missing. Oh my god. Marie and Guinevere, I am so sorry. An alarm sounds in the spire. The queen has been located in a dragon's lair. Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, and I looked up how death saves work for this episode. Uh, hi, my name's Katie. Uh, I play Jet, and I made sure to write down in at least three different cue cards every single move, action, and level bonus I get. So we were <laughs> warned for this episode. My name is Brandon. I play Terra Tech, and I can never die! <laughs> <laughs> My name is Tisha, and I play Benny. And, you know, they used to have ale for breakfast, but now we have avocado toast. Thanks, Obama. What alcoholic had ale for breakfast? It was a... Th- Me. No, it was a thing that, <laughs> that people did in, like, the 1600s. And now we have avocado toast, and, it's, I mean, I would rather have ale for breakfast. Hi, I'm Eve, and I've discovered that my new sexuality is called Chill Touch, because... Every episode. Yeah, I want to... I want to leave your body, like, frozen and chilled, and cold to the touch, and then I warm you up with my tongue (laughs) and my buzzing. Is your sexuality about what you like to do to other people, or what you like other people to do to you, or is it a combination of them both? whatever excites me, so both. Okay. Wow. Okay. Oh, yes, we do have a question. And our question is, so we've been playing this game together for quite some time. Some of us two years and some of us just a year. Um, based on our characters currently, who do you wish you could have played? I definitely think I would play Benny. Nervous, on edge, a little paranoid. <laughs> you would be such a good Benny. Yeah. I I feel like even Tara are super similar just like kind of in different directions with their aggression so i think i'd be a pretty good eve just like spellcasty and and supportive and etc i was going through this and i definitely wanted to play jet yeah. i feel like jet is 
basically who I am in real life. I really want to help and do things. I'm also just always wanting sex. Like always. I think that's just a Katie thing. Yeah, are you Katie or Jet? <laughs> oh shit, that was a read. She didn't deserve that. <laughs> and like a strong love for my family, so. Nice. Uh, that's how we round it out. <laughs> that's the compliment sandwich. So yeah, I definitely think that I would be Jet. I would like to try Jet out as a character. Also, like, I walked into this bitch. Why is everyone psychotic? <laughs> and the confusion that came afterwards. I would love to play that out. Yeah. That's so fun. Because you literally walked in and we were fucked by the time you got here. Yeah. Like, for real. And then when t- every time every time Benny's like, oh, wow, it's so coincidence. It's such a weird coincidence that your brother got kidnapped. And I'm like, yeah, by the same things pursuing you because I'm hanging out with you. And that's why it happened. <laughs> like, uh, Tara... And Jed stood no <laughs> chance of having, like, a normal life after meeting us. No. Exactly. I would like to be able to play Tara. Uh, I don't think I could do a full uh, Eve, but I would like to be able to play Tara and, hold, like, make sure that I hold back on how much I speak to do the, the real Tara experience. I would, I would like to be able to do that. So I think all of you chose someone different, right? I think so. Yeah. I think I would fit best personality-wise playing Tara. I don't know. I just think Tara's vibe. I think I would play it very well. I think I would play it at least in a fun way. But generally, you're useless on the battlefield? Okay, got it. Yeah. Cool, got it. <laughs> or I could be Drunk Jet. That would be <laughs> me as well. Drunk Jet is useless. So uh, if we're going by how I actually play, that's who I am. So everyone but Eve. Got it. Yeah, Eve's fucking nuts. Yeah, but so is every character you've ever made. <laughs> you know, I had a conversation. I had a, I got a text message from my best friend Maureen that said, uh, you know, they're right. Like, I just caught up on the Patreon episodes and like, you don't make normal characters. Okay. Yep. Heard. <laughs> Criticism. Heard. Thank you. They're all the. Yeah, I thought your answer was going to be, well, I most closely relate with Eve because they're the only one that collects body parts. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm in denial. All of your characters are the I same. I feel like um, but... I'm going to be very much a Gia Gun in this situation where who you want to connect with is not who you're going to connect with. You're not, Tara. Wow. <laughs> Christopher, you're... No. I am the Boom Boom Warlock. What the fuck is Paladin? Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a fair... No, that's actually fair. But I'd be a good Eve. Like, we'd be collected more body parts. I don't know if that's a good Eve. You would, you would, <laughs> you would skis, you would skis Sorry, everyone else. Those are plenty. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my god, that's I, terrible. Okay, this is t- in college. I stayed up one night for no reason at all, rewriting that song about sex toys. Oh my god! Nice. <laughs> Look at this stick. Nice. Isn't it neat? Yeah. How many <laughs> holes can this thing plug <gasps> up? Yikes. Oh my god. Probably just one or two. A gaping vagina. (laughs) No! We have have an episode. Can we please move forward? Yes. (laughs) You want gaping holes? I've got one. But I want more! (laughs) 
look at this whole treasures untold. How many dildos can one butthole hold? Seven. <laughs> Great. I'm the background singer. And in all yeah. of this, starting out with look at this stuff, isn't it neat? Still applies. <laughs> You'd think my collection is complete, but no, 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 no. Look at this stuff. Isn't it niche? Oh, I want to be where the penises are. Oh, no. So, yes, once again, as Brandon so saith, we have an episode to do. Oh, yes, we do. When we last left Sexually off. Sexually neutral episode. Yeah, we're in Boobs and Dicks in the spire that is the uh, Council of the Five Queens. You have run into Marie and her wife, Gwendolina, who you have, I believe, cleared of any crimes and are now focused solely on Anamik per Eve. An alarm has blared and the queen has been located and was seen being taken away by a dragon. It is all hands on deck, and by all hands, I mean you four. Because, you know, the Spire people got other things to do than to... You, you guys can do that. You guys can deal with the dragon. It's fine, right? I mean... Yeah, some hands on deck. Where's Gwendolina? She's still in her uh, tank top and... Probably kidnapping I mean, another like, queen. If you can persuade Gwendolina to put her clothes on and uh, hop aboard, she can go with you. Eve immediately looks at Gwendolina and says, <clears throat> Gwendolina, to atone for your sins and not telling us who stole the queen, you must help us in our journey to, to uh, get her back during this mission. So that's my persuasion. How is your charisma so high? That was... <laughs> mm-hmm, a 19. Yeah. Uh, M- Marie will say, honey, you don't need to do anything. No, Marie, he's right. Give him my suit. Let's go. You will have uh, Gwendolina. I will play her, a variant human barbarian. Yes. I say, here, here, most good that you have decided to band with us on our journey to fight the evils of this land. Do I see the dragon? You are still in the spire. You'll need to leave the spire before uh, going to find the dragon. The dragon is outside, and it's, uh... You know, we'll have Gwendolina explain everything to you. How's that? Uh, while I make her, because she's a new character. I will say Jet is looking supremely freaked out. Like, she was just here to get her brother back. She's still not sure if she's going to get murdered by her co-worker. And now they have to rescue the queen, the queen of the entire country. And she just saw another queen, and now there's a dragon. Do I see the dragon at all? No, you have not seen it yet. Gwendolina, what can you tell us about this dragon? Uh, so as you guys enter onto the platform to be lowered down the spire, you can hear over the speaking stone that she has. The queen's been seen taken by a dragon located where the thunderstorms are coming from. There are elementals that have been shown nearby a lair. Uh, you'll know where the location of the lair is. Uh, it's got a... a glassy sand look to it kind of like crystallized caverns is where you're heading sounds great i look over at benny and then i walk over to her i drop down to my knees and i give her a big old hug and i say uh my dear benedetta we need you now more than ever 
to uh, save our queen from being taken by this dragon? Can we depend on you to trust us to right the wrongs of this land? Clock the accent changed. Absolutely. Um, yeah, you've got my whip. (laughs) And my axe. Uh, thank you so much, Miss Benny. Hopefully, our actions on the battlefield will prove once again that we are indeed on your side. And then I look over at Gwendolina, and I say, Well, where do we exit? Where do we go next? The platform will reach the bottom of the spire. You can leave through the front doors. From there, the rain is still pouring. It seems like it's even picked up a little bit. She will point towards where the thunder and lightning is coming from and say, It's over this way. This is where we'll go for the dragon. I'll lead the way. Just watch out for traps or any sort of thin ice. The dragon is known to have some booby traps in the way. She will start running towards the thundering area. As she does, you see exactly what she was describing. Just huge crystallized caverns and tunnels, uh, holes sticking out of the sand so it goes underground, a little bit above ground. Thunderstorms are raging around it. As you approach, everyone give me a perception check. Minus trash, I rolled a nine. Twelve. I got a sixteen. Benny got a twenty-three. Okay. Then, Tisha, you can see there is a dusty elemental creature standing in front of the opening, one of the openings to the, uh, to the lair. It's pretty clear to you that the dragon and queen that you're trying to fight is right behind this dusty elemental. I'm sorry, a dusty elemental creature, like ashy? Yeah, as in like, you know when like, uh, wind picks up dust? It's almost like an earth elemental, but it's literally made of dust, sand dust. I feel like I could just walk through them. If it's just dust, maybe I'll sneeze? I mean, yeah, but snowmen are just snow, but they still fucked you up. Yeah, but snow is compacted to make snowmen. But sandstorms can be deadly. Is this compacted dust? Wouldn't that just be dirt? Is this a dirt man? It's a dust, it's a dust devil. A funneling cloud of whirling air with a vague semblance of a face. I mean, it's just air. I'll just walk through it. <laughs> okay, then just walk through it. Find out how much damage Maybe it does. Maybe I won't. I'll, I will. <laughs> That's fair. I'll tell everyone. Um, There's this little, like, I don't know if y'all can see it, but it's just like a bunch of dust whirling around. Kind of looks like they want to hurt us. If Benny points it out, you guys mostly can see made it. Of, mostly made of air, but definitely there. Well, it seems that we must do away with these ne'er-do-wells. Have at thee. Benny also casts fine traps just to see it, like, in the area. It's a 120-foot range. You sense the presence of any trap within that range that is within line of sight. Okay. On the way to, she casts it on the way to this dragon. Perfect. So as you're making your way there, you realize that there's a 30 by 30 foot space right in front of the dust devil that is trapped. If you were to have stepped on it, you would have fallen right through. Whoa. Look at our rogue doing business. Ah, good eye, Benedetta. Also, keep an eye right in front of him. Don't fall in that hole. That's what she said. (laughs) But yeah, that's the only trap. Hole. Is it a hole or is it hole. just like a trapped space? 
it's a thin layer of ice that like would not have held your weight. Um, do we need to get past this thing to get to the dragon? Yes. Can we avoid it? Your options are fight it or try and sneak around it. Yeah. It seems that we have (laughs) two options to get past this dust devil. We may sneak through because it seems they have poor eyesight or we can fight it head on. What do you propose? We're supposed to like fight a dragon after this, right? I don't know anything about dragons, but I'm assuming it's going to be a lot more work than this. And I'd really hate to lose whatever I have going for me before I fight a fucking dragon for the queen. (laughs) Also, I would, yes. I would like to say that Eve is salivating because it's a dragon and the body parts are going to sell. Oh my God. Ugh. Have you been selling the body parts? Is that what the point was? No, not not those body parts. But this though, this is this is for monetary gain. Okay. Excellent. Um, I say, well, it seems that we should sneak through minor distraction and head on over to the queen to save her. And then I'm going to do a stealth check. Yeah, if you guys are gonna try and sneak through, I need all four of you to make a stealth check. I currently have disadvantage on stealth checks. <laughs> yeah, is anybody in like heavy armor? Fuck me. Yeah. I'm really sorry, y'all. Uh, yeah. I rolled a nat one. Oof. And it's still a 15? Still a Jesus. 15. Yeah, I have a four, plus 14 to stealth. Oh, yeah, I have luck. I can use one of my luck points. I have inspiration. Can I use inspiration for you this? Can use inspiration. Twenty-one. So I got a fifteen. Okay. So what's the lowest number that we have then? Seven. So does everyone else get away with me? I guess it depends on what the order is. Gwendolina's going to be behind you, Eve. So you'll at least have her with you. Oh, I didn't make a save for her. Oh, she got a nineteen. Benny was She's in fine. The back. Uh, so yeah, Eve is noticed by the dusty fellow, and it will start approaching. Everyone else can be stealth still away from it, but it's just coming for Eve right it's now. It's just approaching? Does it feel malicious? Yes, absolutely it does. I guess I'll just go ahead and attack. I walk directly Margaret. up to it, and and I cast Chill Touch, and I rolled an 18... I rolled a 25 to hit. Yes, that hits. 18 damage. All right. So I do 18 damage to this dust devil. Okay. And it cannot regain hit points. Oh, okay. Fine. Okay, well, then you took the first attack. We can go ahead and roll initiative on this battle then. So far, is it just me and Gwendolina? What? It would be just you and Gwendolina, okay. unless anyone wants to join with this dust devil. Benny's, Benny's I say, no, 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 no. Ah, the queen is more important. Ooh, can I have a bonus action right now, too? Sure. What was your initiative? 18. Oh, well, you're up first, actually. I am going to spend three sorcery points, and Angelica magically comes out of nowhere 
very expeditiously comes. And as Angelica comes up to me, I touch Angelica. And then I I bite Angelica's neck. Uh, and yeah, I bite her neck, his neck. And you see the flesh of this Pegasus like just melt away and go from this brilliant bright pink to this this like black decrepit beast why was the celestial all flesh or just like mostly (laughs) yeah so now I have a hound of ill omen ah named Angelica named Angelica okay I'm scared Terrifying. Is there anything else you're doing on your turn then? I don't have a weapon. Can I slap this dust devil? You, yeah. Go ahead and do an unarmed strike. Thank God Gwen has a weapon. Does a 10 hit? No, a 10 does, does not hit. All right, so I'm slapping the wind. Yes, quite literally. I mean, it looks the same. Just. Benny is also there. She was behind and she would protect Eve. Oh, okay. What was your role for initiative? Five. Five. Okay. Then it is our Dust Devil's turn. He's going to make a whirlwind attack on Eve. So I need you to make me a strength saving throw. Okay. Eight. Eight. Perfect. So the target takes 3d8 plus two bludgeoning damage. Eight, six is 14, plus seven, 21, plus two, 23 bludgeoning damage. That's fine. And you are flung 20 feet away from the dust devil back towards where you came from. And you're knocked prone. And these are the minions? Yeah. I'm going to kill you all. I'm going to kill you all. Great. Probably. That's it. Don't ask for a battle if you don't want one. Uh, that does end its turn, however, making it Gwendolina's turn. Unless Jet or Terra are joining the battle. No. Okay. I just watched that happen, and I <laughs> almost cast Invisibility. I'm <laughs> sitting off on the side. I think... Could I do... Not like an Arcana check, but what would Jet know about Dust Elementals? Like an Arcana check? It's a nature check. Nature, yes. Fucking six. Wind scary, ah. Wind scary, ah. Jet's not doing anything this turn, but if Eve gets hurt. Eve's got like 600 health, it's fine. And also I have my Hound of Ill Omen, which is basically a dire wolf. Okay, I don't think she knows that, to be honest. All right, so Gwendolyn is going to make two attacks on the creature. So she's going to strike with her hand axe. 17 to hit, which does hit. And she's going to do it another time. She gets two. 24 to hit. So both those hit. So it's 2d6 plus 6 damage. 4, 6, 10, plus 2, 12, plus 3, 15, plus 6, 21 more damage. Yikes. Mm-hmm. And that is Gwendolina's turn. Benny, you're up. Benny is going to... She's worried... She... Can she see the dragon? Right? She can see the dragon. You know where it's at. You don't see it quite yet, though. 
but I know there is a dragon. Yes. She, okay, she is going to cast flame arrows on her qu- on her uh, quiver. Okay. Um, so now all of her arrows, uh, when they hit, they get an extra one d six fire damage, and she is going to cast that. Then she is going to use a bonus action to use a starry form. I guess my question is, so I just cast a spell for all of these arrows that I'm going to shoot Uh um, are going to add fire damage to it. If I go into a starry form, it gives me, um, on a hit, the attack deals radiant damage equal to 1d8 plus my wisdom modifier. Would those compound is my question. I feel like if they all apply, they would, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're different types of damage. Sure, why not? Go for it. Okay. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to go into the story form sexuality. Okay, where everyone wants to penetrate you. Got it. Everyone wants to be penetrated by me. <sighs> Correct. My bad. You're right. Fool. And that's uh, her turn. Okay. We're back at the top then. Eve, you've just been flung back and you are prone. So I need to do a dexterity to get up? I think getting up is just an action, isn't it? Like it's your move movement. Move, okay. Movement. So Eve, or can I just cast spells like laying down? You absolutely can cast spells laying down. What about my Hound of Ill Omen? Oh, we didn't roll initiative for Angelica. New Angelica. All right. It rolled a six plus nine plus two, which is 11. Okay. And does it attack this round or not? Uh, yeah, it'll attack next, okay. uh, this upcoming round. Yes. I look at the dust devil and I'm going to cast mind sliver. It must okay. make an intelligence saving throw of 19. I don't think I can get 19 actually. It's intelligence is negative five. Oh, okay. Well, so it's going to take three D six damage. Yeah. It's going to take 11 damage from my mind sliver. Okay. And it says that I drive a disorienting spike into the mind of one creature. And it must subtract 1d4 from the next saving throw that it makes. Yeah. Okay. Eve is like real jingry at this moment and is just like psychically attacking this dust devil on the floor, laying down. Okay. It is. Oh, wait, can I do a double cast? Because of the thing that Rogue Melina gave me, I have double cast. Oh, then I guess so. Does a 26 hit? 15 plus 11. That hits. For sure. And this is another 23 damage. Yo. And you see the glacial hand that I was using. It like squeezes tighter and does another 23 extra damage to the dust devil. The uh, dusty elemental dissipates after this attack. Fabulous. Off into the wind it goes. And from behind, you hear a snarl, and the earth begins to move a little bit. What's that snarl sound like? (sighs) Okay, Michelle. (laughs) Oh, so intimidating. (laughs) A gargantuan blue and gold winged dragon, horns aplenty, spikes coming out of its head, angry look in its eyes, horn out the front, plated chest, snarls. Yeah, now it's time for everybody to roll initiative. Oh, wait, who's in the battlefield right now? It's Gwendolina and Eve. I need both of you to make a wisdom saving throw 
And then we're going to roll a new initiative for this battle. Vinny's not counted in the battlefield because she didn't attack, right? And she's still stuck. Yeah. I rolled a 16. Okay, and Gwendolina rolled a natural 20, the bitch. So on a, a 16 wisdom saving throw, you are now frightened for one minute, Eve. Oh. Mm. Right. Yeah, frightened in 5e is... Let's just look it up to make sure. You can't move closer. You have to like use your movement speed to move away. Yeah, you can't willingly move closer, and you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of your fear is in your line of sight. Close your eyes. Smart ass. <laughs> I mean, would that work? I do have a spell just for this occasion, so this is perfect. It's called Gouge My Eyes Out. It's called Wall of Light. Oh. I'm literally looking up what line of sight means. Because it's sighted. Because, like, yeah, you can swing your sword with your eyes closed, but you're not going to have a disadvantage because you're not looking, you know? But, yeah, I think your Wall of Light would work because then you're not... You're not in its line of sight. It's not in your line of sight. Yeah, whenever it's my turn, I'm going to cast it. Okay. So, the dragon has made said its wool. frightful presence known. Yeah, now we're going to roll initiative. While we're waiting on the initiative rolls, I will jump in here with our mid-game announcements. You would think by now I would have a name for this segment. Maybe we'll call it the Boneyard, because it's where I... No, see, I was going to say it's where I collect your bones, and I don't... That's not... I work a mid-game announcements. I'm going to start off by thanking our newest patrons. So thank you, Walker, and thank you, Colin, for becoming patrons. Your dice will ship out at the beginning of the next month. Uh, enjoy the near 30 hours worth of bonus content, plus the polls and everything else we post on our Patreon until then. No housekeeping for me today. We've got a long fight ahead of us, so I'll keep this short. Here's the message from our friends at the Be Gay Roll Dice Network. What does a barbarian war criminal, an undead cultist a pyromaniac goblin, a hot topic reject, and a bard whose family is very, very cursed, all have in common. Well, that's very simple. They're all our main cast. We are Goblets and Gays, a mostly Pathfinder 2E podcast set in a homebrew world. If Pathfinder isn't your thing, we have all sorts of other awesome games for you to enjoy. Join us every Wednesday for episodes of our main campaign, Blood of Kings, as these chaotic gays attempt to locate some missing royalty. Don't forget to follow us on all social media channels at Goblets and Gays to stay up to date with our amazing projects. And remember to eat your vegetables. I got a nine. Yo, I rolled an eight. Tara, nine. Eve, eight. Chat, 24. Benny, 16. What the dragon get? Uh, 19. Holy fuck. And Mm. Gwendolina got a five. Uh, What about Angelica? Angelica rolled a 17. Okay. It is Jet up first, though. Okay. And this is like... This is the dragon. This is the dragon. This is... This is the point where we're no longer friends. I'm going to try and kill you all. (laughs) We see the queen anywhere? No, you don't see the queen currently. The dragon is in the way of the opening, basically. Okay, so I am literally just going to set my flame on fire, my flame-touring sword on fire. So flame, activate... I press the button. I'm pushing the button now. Fire button. So it is on fire, and I'm going to use my action surge. So that's six hits. Okay. Go ahead and roll them all. So. Jesus. Yeah. Good luck. 
18, 23, 12. All right. One of those hit. The 18 didn't hit? No, it did not. Oh, this is going to be a problem. Yeah. I've got two more. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, so 18, 23, 12, 27, and 16. So the 23 and the 27 hit. So what this sword is on fire, 12 slashing damage and three fire damage. Yeah, I can take that damage. It's not great. Is it taking the damage or is it kind of taking the damage? No, it's taking the full damage. It's just, you know, you, you, you know, stubbed its toe just now. Like it's and like the fire seemed to have no effect on it or. Yeah, there's like a scale that has a little bit of singe to it. Ah, it's acceptable to fire. <laughs> uh, it's the dragon's turn. And before I continue, I want to say thank you to our patrons who chose this as the enemy for everybody. Fuck you. Ugh. This was a Patreon poll to choose what type of dragon they fought. They chose the second strongest dragon out of the entire group. I did not tell them which one was the strongest. This was just happened to be picked. And they also chose who I'm going to be targeting for the majority of this match. Um. And it was overwhelming. I should say only one of your characters did not receive any votes for me to attack them. Who was it? Uh, the fan favorite is Jet. Oh, this bullshit. <laughs> this is rigged. Yeah. <laughs> Demand a recount. Benny, Tara, and Eve all received votes. Eve received seven times that of Benny and Tara. Oh. <laughs> so that being said, Eve is on the ground, and I don't think anyone's near Eve, right? They're on the all right, ground? Jonathan, I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. Great. Uh, Twelve. 12? Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to roll this many dice, so hang on. Great. <laughs> now let's see. Roll a bunch of dice. Oh, wait. Can I use a lucky point? To do what? To do the dexterity saving throw again? Yeah, that's an option. Go ahead. I rolled a fucking eight. That still does not do anything. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. I just realized Vinny has Lucky as well. I didn't forgot that I took that. <laughs> Tara also has it. We're all lucky. <laughs> like Britney Spears. That's the only thing I can think of. Uh, so the dragon exhales a 10 foot wide line of lightning out of its mouth. And Yikes. on a failed save, it's 16 D10 lightning damage. Oh, oh my god. So we're going to roll that right now. Uh, I won't read all the numbers out, but it's a total of 84 damage. To each of us? 84 damage? I'm dead. 84 damage. You have more than 84 health. That fucking... I took 23 from the Death Devil. So you're not dead. <laughs> you're just asleep. I have 93 health, and I was down to 70. I'm taking a long nap. Yeah. Uh, death saves, yeah. Oh, wait. I have Strength of the Grave. I can make a charisma saving throw, and I drop to one HP. Mm. So when damage that isn't radiant reduces me to zero HP, I can do a, a charisma saving throw. And on a successful roll of charisma, I drop down to one HP instead of zero. We have that wish. We have that wish. Oh, that's right. Two of you do. 
Well, how many days has it been since right. we used that in the hag fight? Because we slept overnight. We slept overnight twice. We all have our witch. You guys did just sleep in the last episode. We did. Mm-hmm. Again. We slept on Yudas Island. And you slept right before it. Mm-hmm. You are correct. Everybody has their wish spells. Get fucked. Get ready to fight one level 20 and three level ones. Let's go. Get, oh, my D10. God. <laughs> one level one. <laughs> so I'm at one HP now. Did you, you succeed at your Christmas saving throw? Well done. Uh, and now I got to see if that recharges or not. It does. Good. I'm going to use it oh, again. shit. Yeah, that'll lock terror on her ass, too. Eve is like flambeed right now. Eve is a tragedy. Oh, my God. <gasps> Benny just has like super wide eyes, like and looking at everyone else. Like, did you see that? Yeah, Tara's looking back and forth between the body almost on the floor and Benny too. Before the dragon ends its turn, it will fly twenty feet up in the air. What just a, twenty. What a dig. Okay. And that will that end the dragon. Scale turn. that was burnt off. Did it like fall off or is it just still sitting there attached to it? It's just still sitting there. And with that, it is Oh, it's Gwendolina's turn. No, it's not. It's Angelica's turn. My bad. Angelica says, no, my father. <laughs> you said it's in the air right now? Air yeah, right 20 now? feet up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Angelica can't do shit. Y'all, it ain't blocking the door anymore. We might want to just make a run for it. <laughs> Eve is on the floor dying. Go. Run, Tara. <laughs> it's not Tara's turn. Yeah, it's Angel- if Angelica can't do anything, then it's Benny's turn next. Could Angelica run to go get the queen? Angelica's going to run towards the door with a speed of 50. Okay. Yeah, we'll say you can make it there. That's fine. Uh, so then Benny would be up next if Angelica's done. Benny is very upset about what just happened to Eve. Man. I have two options. I can hit twice with my bow, or I could hit once with my bow and then do a spell. She's going to look at Eve and be like, Um, Eve, are you Okay. You know, you want some healing? Eve coughs up blood, trying to lift up his head. Oh, God. Uh, Benny is going to... Well, she is going to shoot her bow first. That's... That was... <laughs> she is going to use a lucky point. Out of anger. Um, Out of anger and get a nat wow. 20. Okay. Which is a critical hit. Right? Yep. So it's, it's 34 to hit. Yeah, um, that, yeah, that hits. Yeah. All right. Because of her starry form, she gets 1d8 for her starry form of radiant damage. So five damage plus her wisdom modifier, which is four. So nine damage. Okay. Because she cast flame arrows on her quill. The quiver is a single quill is the... Quiver is what holds it. Quiver is what holds it. Okay. Oh, she she cast flame arrows. So she has flame arrows. So she gets so there's nine plus she gets a one d six fire damage. So three, so twelve damage. The bow itself does two d eight piercing plus three d eight necrotic. So what did I say already? Uh, twelve so far. Okay. So two d eight, one six, so seven plus three d eight, one. So 12 plus 12 plus 7. And then she gets 46 sneak attack damage. Okay, so we're at 41 so far. 31 or 41? 24 plus 7. You're right. It's 31 31. plus 13. 
plus 13. So 44. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. her first attack. Jesus. Okay. And then she is going to look at Eve and feel really bad. So she is going to cast Healing Word at third level. A creature of your choice you can see within uh, range regains hit points equal to 1d4 plus your spell casting ability modifier. This spell has blah, 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 uh, higher levels. So Eve gets 2d4 plus my spell casting ability modifier. So 11 health. Okay. Sorry, I'm not a very good spellcaster. Eve is bleeding less. Great. <laughs> Eve's left arm is no longer fried. And that's uh, <laughs> that's Benny's turn. Okay, Tara, you're up next. Tara's gonna kind of look at the floor from where the dragon took off. Are there any like scrapings or or flaked off scales or any part of the dragon? Sure. There's a scale. <laughs> It's just because you're curious. Just out of curious. No, she's going to fucking book it over to that and try and grab the scale. Do I have enough with 30 feet of movement? Can I get to it? Yeah, sure. That's fine. We can make you guys close okay. enough in this. Yeah. I'm going to grab the scale. Okay. And I'm going to use it to cast Simulacrum. No, I don't like this. <laughs> uh, it creates an illusory duplicate of one beast or humanoid that is within range. Is a dragon considered a beast? A dragon is not a beast. This is his own type of creature. Um, forget I said anything. I, I, don't, I don't know what to do. How much do we think a dragon do you, weighs? Do you have anything that will protect people from electric damage? Or what was that? Thunder damage? Nope. Damn. Lightning. Then he does. Do we think a dragon weighs more than a thousand pounds? <laughs> Oh, it has to be huge or smaller. If it's gargantuan, I can't do it anyway. Gargantuan is 16 to 125 tons. That sounds like more than a thousand pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Could you make a smaller version? Or does it have to be a legit copy? Uh, I was thinking about a different spell. I'm going to... I don't think I've ever stumped you before. We are not good in a fight situation. You can always delay your turn. Uh, How high up is, is said dragon? 20 feet. 20 feet. Okay. Um, I am going to unhitch my sword skirt and throw it up in the air and cast animate objects. Okay. Roll the initiative for your swords and we'll just do them all as one group. Everybody can see your packer now. Oh, yeah. My packer is in full <laughs> swing right now. Does it distract the dragon? It is a 20 initiative. <laughs> and we are going to peg this dragon. <laughs> oh, yeah. You heard it. Okay. Um, these swords get, uh, did we say they were small before? They were considered small? I think yeah. so, because they're about, like, five feet. Okay, so they get, um, 1d8 plus two damage when they attack. And there are ten of them. Okay. I, I mean, I guess that's it. What's their initiative order, though? They rolled a 20. 20. Ooh, shit. Swords. That is Tara's turn, and she's going to stand as far away from Eve as possible. <laughs> Speaking of Eve, you're on the ground still. It's your turn. Okay. Bleeding less. I'm going to be doing some multicasting. I'm going to cast Banishment. Oh, damn. At level four. 
Okay. You see the weeping angels. They grab the dragon. And the dragon needs to make a charisma save. 19 plus 524. So they didn't work. So now I'm going to cast Wall of Light. Oh, it was a plus 12. Never mind. It was even higher than that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so I'm going to cast Wall of Light. <laughs> and Eve cries out some bloody tears from his eyes and flings them onto the floor, uh, onto the floor in front of him, about 30 feet away, and erects a big-ass pillar of light right in front of the dragon. How wide is it? Is it just like... Covering your line of sight? It's 60 feet long. Oh, shit. Okay. Then you would no longer be frightened if you're not in its line of sight. Okay. And that also means that you are immune to its fearful presence from here on out. Nice. Do I have a reaction or anything? Gwen is immune. That's it. That's all I can do right now. Okay. It's Gwendolina's turn. Which is unfortunate, because she's a barbarian and has nothing to do in the air. So all she's going to do is run towards it and just kind of be underneath it. Is she... Well, she can throw the hand axe. Oh, the hand axe is a ranged weapon. No, no shit. So yeah, she can. She's got a hand axe. When the wall appears... Okay, the dragon needs to make a constitution... Shaven... Constitution... Constitution saving throw. Uh, my constitution is plus 15 saving throws. Jesus. It needs to make a 19. I got a 6 plus 15, 21. <laughs> this dragon's fucking crazy. So it's not blinded, but it does take 48, but halved. Or 68, but halved. So it takes 15 damage. Okay, cool. Yeah, the dragon still looks pretty fine. Fuck this dragon. If that's Eve's turn, then oh, Gwen's turn. She just ran up. She can't do anything. It is the animated sword's turn. Okay, they've been given the mental order to stab this thing to death. So <laughs> they're going to fly up to it with a speed of 30 feet, which I think is enough to reach it. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. And then they're going to swing on it with a d20 plus 6. Uh, 15 plus 6 is a 21. That does not hit. Really? Really. I don't think I'm getting much better than that, boys. <sighs> what? That's how we're all feeling. I guess they all clang off of it. They look a little sad. Like they were proud of themselves. <laughs> and then... <laughs> They all tilt forward a little bit. Aw. Your packer's looking more depressed. Uh, yeah, it's a little <laughs> more flaccid than usual. <laughs> if I live for this next turn, I have something. It is Jet's turn then. Okay. I am going to unholster my Warhammer, and I am going to use Elemental Fury. Okay. So... I can only do this once every long rest, so I'm going to choose the Frenzied Wind aspect. So choose a point I can see within 90 feet of you. Uh, as my action, I can create a tornado to appear in range. The diameter of the tornado can be up to 15 feet wide and 40 feet tall. 
When a creature enters on the tornado's area for its first turn on a first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it must make a DC 13 saving throw. It'll probably do that. Um, on a failure, it must take 2d6 bludgeoning damage and is flung up to 20 feet away in a random direction. Okay. If the saving throw is successful, the target takes half bludgeoning damage and isn't flown away, and the tornado lasts until the beginning of my next turn. Okay. So I want to put a huge tornado directly where it is. Oh, fuck. Guaminda or whatever is there. Yes, yes, she is. She's not wearing armor, is she? Uh, yeah, she's got armor on. Okay. I'm not, I, this is, we can fix everyone else later from tornado issues. This thing is <laughs> killing us. <laughs> you know, you said that, and I definitely did not put armor on her yet. So let me just put her armor on real quick. Perfect. So as my action, I can... That's it. That's just my action. Okay. Then it is... Oh, actually, I'm going to do a legendary action since it's the end of your turn. Because uh, I forgot I can do these too. So the dragon's going to beat its wings downward and use a wing attack on... Oh, no. it's not. Gwendolyn is not close enough. I can't do it. Never mind. It's not going to do that. It's going to... Do nothing. No, it's, it's the dragon's turn. So the dragon's starting in there, and it needs to make a what type of saving throw for this tornado thing? Uh, DC 13 strength saving throw. Strength. Okay, well, that's a straight roll. Uh, 17. Yep. It's successful. The target takes half the bludgeoning damage. Okay. So half of 2d6. All right, go ahead and roll it. Yeah. It's fucking two damage. <laughs> Two damage. It isn't knocked away and isn't knocked prone. Okay. So it's just there in the tornado. Is the wall blocking it from everybody but Gwendolina? Uh, the wall is blocking in front of everyone, yes. Okay. Then Would it have to make a saving throw to see if it's still able to fly after getting hit? Like to maintain its concentration? Or is that just for spells? I didn't even know that was a thing. I mean, since it's wings and not magic, I don't know if that even matters. I'm going to say it can fight while flying. I think it should be used to that. I guess that's fair. Okay, so Dragon's turn, it just took a little bit of damage. It's only got Gwendolina in his sight, so it's going to make three attacks on her, and it's going to hit every oh, fucking no. one of them. She's dead. Wait, what's her armor? 18. Uh, it has a plus 16 to hit, so it's going to attack three times. Okay. Jeez. The first one was a 4 plus 16, 20, 19, and then now, yeah, so it's all three hit. It's going to be... I cast shield on her as my reaction. It has plus five to her AC for the round. Yeah, it's not going to do shit, because that dragon has a plus her whole AC to attack. Yeah, the numbers were 20, so you'd save her from one. I mean... Yeah, I'll save her from one. Okay. So you see a weeping angel and block one of the attacks. So the first bite fails, thanks to an angel. The second bite... Where's my you got touched head? by an angel, girl. <laughs> Five, two, seven plus nine, so 16 damage to Gwendolina. And then another 2d6 plus nine. Four, three, seven, so another 16 damage. So she got beat up a little bit. She's still standing. Yeah, the dragon's going to stay in the air. This seems like a pretty good spot for it. <laughs> That'll end the dragon's turn. 
Angelica, you're up. Angelica goes further to check on the queen. Can Angelica start releasing the queen from its bond? So you can kind of like, Angelica can convey what Angelica is seeing, right? Yes. So he, uh, he goes down into the cavern and sees a already bloodied, mangled mess of a female body. There's no rescuing. This isn't a rescue mission. Oh, no. That's awful. Okay. Angelica is going to stay there. Eve is going to say, our queen, our queen has already met her demise. She is dead. Wow. And that will end Angelica's turn. Okay. Benny, you're up next. All right. Benny is going to use her withering light again. And to hit is a 20. That does not hit. That's crazy. It needs to be like a 22, 23 to hit. It's wild. All right. She is going to try and hit again. And this time it is a 27. That does hit. So it's the same thing. So 5d6 is 16. And then the 3d8. Do you need to know what type of damage it is? Uh, no. The 3d8 is 11, so 27 damage. Okay. When she doesn't hit on the first one, she's going to go ahead and dis- use one of her charges in her withering light to be able to hit, but just do half damage. She has four charges in it. So there's one of them. So she just will not get the sneak attack damage on this. So that is okay. so um, 19 more damage. 19, okay. And that's the turn. And she will be like, well, this thing is really, really hard to hit. It like killed Eve. Yeah. Uh, maybe I should, I have some healing stuff. Should I, should I try to heal Eve? Will he just get murdered again? <laughs> if the queen is dead, is there even a, a point of fighting this thing anymore? Yeah. You know what? I didn't add the 3d8 necrotic damage on either of those. And we don't want it to wreak havoc on the other villagers of this town. Um, so I need to roll 3d8 necrotic damage. Are we sure the dragon did it? So for the first hit, it's plus 14 more necrotic damage. And then... Okay. For the second hit, it, this is halved, so it's 17, so that's 9 damage. Okay. Necrotic, so it loses the actual health points. Yes. Okay. Just so you guys are aware, not even bloodied. Great. Yeah, I mean, this this thing's like sucking up my arrows. Like, like they're nothing. Just, just so everyone knows, maybe if somebody has... Another idea, because what is this? No, like, I think some, like, if the queen's dead, why are we even here? Like, well, I mean, because there are other people in the spire. I mean, maybe if some, maybe I should tell them all to leave. Benny, like, is there a megaphone nearby? Can she reach a megaphone? <laughs> Fucking yeah, right yeah. in the sky, you paranoid fuck. Oh, <laughs> but that takes us in action. I mean, of course, there's like the megaphone plant. You megaphone plant. Tell everybody to get out of the spire. 
please. Why no, ma'am? I'm sorry. These are minifone plants. <laughs> oh. They make your voice smaller. Oh, well, um, then you're not very useful, are you? Um, just spread the word. Spread the word that everybody get out of the spire now because this thing is, like, literally just licking my arrows like they're a lollipop. <laughs> and, and not even like a squid lollipop because there's no, like, trail of phlegm reaching their tongue okay. just like a regular lollipop they're licking up my arrows well, okay I'll try let me just grab one of them their plants <laughs> everybody get out of the castle Every, everybody get out of the castle <laughs> <laughs> I did it I like that uh, I'm you. giving you guys an actual formidable enemy and you're gonna like alright so we're running right <laughs> we're yeah. gonna book it Next up is Tara's turn. Okay. Um, Tara's going to point up at Mr. Dragon Man, Mm -hmm. or I don't want to gender the dragon, at said dragon, and cast Finger of Death, my my new seventh level spell. Come on, Jean Grey. Yeah, right. Since I'm not going to be able to fucking roll high enough to hit this thing, it's going to have to roll high enough to avoid. So make a con save. It has right, to be cons- to 17. Oh, I'm so sorry. Constitution's plus 15. That one. That one. I got a two. Yeah. Is that enough? Two plus 15, 17. I think Save, saves go, go to, to the, the roller, roller, so you still win. Yeah. Motherfucker. Does, <laughs> is spell save DC affected by um, proficiency bonus? Ooh, that's a good question. Because it would have just increased by one if that's the case. Well, that's one is all you need, though. I don't know. Say the whole question again. Because <laughs> I don't know. I'm Does Googling it right spell now. Casting, uh, <laughs> I got spell to casting is my brain DC. broke. Spell save um, DC is blank plus your spell casting modifier plus your proficiency bonus. Fuck yeah, that's plus one. Okay, <laughs> so it. it has to be an 18. Yeah, and I got two plus 15, 17. Oh, thank goodness. Yes. Okay, so that's 78 plus 30 necrotic damage. There we go. The Lord is moving. There we go. We need some damage on this. That's 67 damage. 67? Okay. Kill this thing. Literally, the skin is like flaying off of Tara's finger as she murders this dragon. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, right? This is the happiest Jet has felt in a very long time. The acrylic nail falls off that finger. Fuck. <laughs> that was a good chunk. Hello. That that pissed it off. And she tries oh, to make great. her real small. <laughs> she tries to. <laughs> Anyone was I got to get back on the ground. Or I can't do any of my legendary actions unless I'm on the ground. Oh no. Arr. Just okay. try not to land on Broomhilda or whatever her name is. <laughs> uh, so that's Tara's turn, right? Yeah. Eve, your turn. Okay. Have you stood up yet? I have not. I'm still on the floor. Just gonna lay here, guys. I'm trying to see if my multicast is a bonus action or what. It's not. I can just multicast once per round. Okay, cool. Oh, fuck. I also have any spells cast against me get a 1d4 modifier. And... 1d6 modifier to saves cast against uh, me. 
Next time. I look in the Weeping Angels come again, and I'm going to try bash Banishment. The Wall of Light dissipates, and I cast Banishment. And they're because they're both concentration spells. Gotcha. It needs to make a charisma saving throw. 14 plus 12, 26. Well, once again, the Weeping Angels are fucking useless. So I then cast Wall of Light. I I cast Wall of Light again. And this is my last fifth level spell. So a giant pillar of light. So a giant pillar of light. It's once again erected. And 25 to hit. Does that hit? To hit? Yeah. So it does 26 damage and it's blinded for one minute. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. It needs to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, okay. And then the con saving throw. I think my constitution is plus 15. Yeah, constitution is plus 15. So 2 plus 15, 17. Aha! It failed it. It needed to make a 19. Okay. So it's blinded for one minute. Two twos in a row. So I stand up and I say, my companions, uh, this damnable dragon has been blinded for some time. We must go. We must go to an open space. I know. I think we could take it. Tara's like cracking her knuckles. (laughs) Uh, I don't think so. How many more of those spells? None. I can only cast one of those. Great. And it did a fantastic job that one time. (laughs) I hit it six times and it got hurt a little bit. Eve gets up and and is trying to get everyone out. Okay. Like, cast spells as much as you want, but also we need to leave. Yeah. If your call is to retreat, it's Gwendolina's turn up next, and she'll just run. Can she run through the light wall? Probably not. She has to make a constitution saving throw as well. Oh. Well, then let's do that for her. Two! So did she take the 26 damage, too? No, I think I have to roll for her. Oh. Did she fail? She did fail. She takes 22 damage, and she is blinded okay. for a minute. Do we all have to run through this wall? No, we're behind it. I put it right in front of the dragon, so I don't know where you guys are. It's She's the only one that's really close to it, right? I think it, the wall is separating it. So like, if you guys are going to retreat and leaving Gwendolina there blinded and behind a wall... Benny has not retreated. I will say that. Ooh. Benny's so, picked I mean, her hill to die on. That ends my turn. Okay. Then it's Gwen's turn. She's now blinded. Can't see. Automatically fails ability checks that require attacks. Attack rolls against a creature have disadvantage. A creature's attack rolls have advantage. So it's going to just... She's, she's just going to throw her hand axes wildly. I say, listen to my voice, Gwendolina. Please do not throw your axes in this direction. I'm already pretty <laughs> fucked. <laughs> well, I mean, with disadvantage, she rolled a, a two. So one at least goes backwards. I don't think it hits any of you. If she rolls a one, somebody's getting hit. The other one is a two again. How I've rolled five twos now. Nice. Good. Nothing hits, she's blinded, and still just standing there. It is now the sword's turns. turn. Do we need to bring back some sort of proof that the queen is dead? My dog saw that it... <laughs> <laughs> My spirit dog told me. <laughs> I don't think anyone told you you needed that, but I think they also thought it was a rescue mission, so... 
Okay. Okay, the swords are going to do 1d20 plus 6. 17 plus 6 is something... 23. Does that hit? It does hit. Oh. <laughs> Didn't think Tara was going to hit. Okay. Uh, first off, Tara's taken down most of this dragon herself, but okay. Yes, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. That's all I'm asking for. Uh, 1d8 plus 2. Do you want me to just roll once for all 10 swords? Yeah, that's fine. 1d8 plus 2. So 6 times 10 is 60 damage. Okay. We have a bloody dragon. If anyone's looking at Tara, she's filing her nails right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jet's doing little golf claps. <laughs> I love it. All 10 swords pierce at different angles, and Tara's just like, yep, uh-huh. But if you look too close at her, her knees are shaking. <laughs> Jet, it is your turn now. How is Gwendolina looking? Um, okay. Can I, like, go and grab her? Yeah. She's blinded. She's swinging wildly, but you can grab her. I want to try to yoink her. Let's go. We're, we're running. This thing killed the queen and we're running. All right. It's going to be... Like we have to leave now. It's going to be two movements. You're going to move to get her and then move to get out of there. Okay. So that's your turn then, right? Okay. Yep, that's my turn. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is our dragon's turn. It's blinded. It's blinded. And it's bloodied. And it's bloodied. But it has a jet and a Gwendolina that it can see. So we're going to give it a go. We're going to have it drop to the ground because I don't think we want to be flying when we're blind. That doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. It's going to let out a loud rawr. <laughs> I hate it. It sounds so cute, but it's like literally destroying us. <laughs> I'm going to just throw my lightning breath out there. And so instead of, I, I mean, I'll give Jet and Gwendolina advantage on the dexterity saving throw. Let's see. Dexterity is plus two for Gwen. 21. Uh, not great. Oh, actually, fantastic. No, no, not great. <laughs> that was a four. That looked like it was a 20. You have advantage, though. That's a 17. Okay, uh, none of it. The lightning breath is going to just happen to strike in the right direction. It must have heard all the clanging of your armor as you and the other heavy armored person tried to escape. The dragon exhales lightning in a 120-foot line in a 10-foot wide, hitting both of you. Jesus. And it's going to be another 16d8 damage. Jesus Christ. Who is getting this damage? Well, it's a good thing I haven't been hit yet. Again, I won't read all the numbers out to you. 99 damage apiece. Oh That's me and Gwendolina, right? God. Yeah. Gwendolina might be dead. Gwendolina drops to the ground motionless. Fully dead or just unconscious? Unconscious. We have. She's got death saves still. Jesus. How much health does she have overall? Like, Mac, what's her max health? Her max is 125. Oh, okay. How's Jet looking after 99 damage? Yeah, she didn't get hit, so that's great, but she only has 35 hit points left. Like, that Jeez. literally almost murdered her. Very nice. All right, that will end our dragon's turn. Do I get to, like, roll anything to try and not be blinded? Constitution, you said? I rolled a 12 plus 15, 27. My dragon is unblinded, still bloodied, but its turn is over. Angelica's turn. Angelica rushes over to bite the dragon. Okay. 
Angelica's movement is going to get him halfway there. Okay, Angelica rushes over. Okay. Yep. And that's it then, right? Benny! Yeah, so Benny's going to shoot with her withering light crossbow. She got fucking 17. She's going to use another lucky. Fucking 19. So she misses with her crossbow, uh, and she is going to use a spell for her second action. That is called Protection from Energy. And she is going to look at Jet and say, I told you I didn't want you to die, so please don't die. And she's going to cast... Protection from energy. For the duration, the willing creature you touch has resistance to one damage of your choice. And I'm going to choose lightning. Yeah. That you touch. So you go over to her? I touch her. Okay. Very nice. Yeah, cool. Everybody have have a good good hit on this dragon, please. (laughs) So I'm standing right here. And that ends it for you, Benny? Yep. Tara. How did we enter this space? Like, did we walk in through a cavey thing? Cavey thing is where Angelica went into. You're on, like, the outside of it, just about to enter it. So you're still outside in the storm. Oh, so we're outdoors right now. Yes. Oh. Were we taking extra damage because we were outside in the rain? No, I was oh. not doing any extra damage. Yeah, roll for flu. Because it's a lightning dragon. <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh, the dragon's lightning? Yeah. Right, right, right. Because I'm dumb. Um, I'm going to cast Mental Prison. Okay. Let me, Damn. Let me check out what uh, what this wand that Mitch gave me does. I think it lets me cast a, a concentration illusion spell as not concentration. Yes. Did Mitch oh, give it to you, or is it the great. new weapon? The new thing was a, a corset that gave me AC. The old, the wand that Mitch gave me forever ago. Oh, the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it the Master of Illusions wand? It is the Master of Illusions wand. Could you read that for me, please? Yeah, for sure. Uh, While holding this wand, you gain a plus one bonus to your spell attack rolls and spell save DC. The wand has 10 charges. When you cast a level one illusory spell that you know requires concentration, you can expend a charge to cast the illusory spell without requiring concentration. You can expend more charges equal to the spell slot level you are expending to be able to cast your illusory spell without requiring concentration. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so I'm expending six charges to cast Mental Prison. Uh, You attempt to bind a creature with an illusory cell that only it perceives. One creature you see within range must make an intelligence saving throw. Please make an intelligence saving throw. Okay. It has to beat an 18. Oh, no. Also, was the dragon immune to being charmed? Uh, no. Good, 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 good. It is good. not, and I rolled a 15. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, on a failed save, the target takes 5d10 psychic damage, and you make the area immediately around the target space appear dangerous in some way. You might cause the target to perceive itself as being surrounded by fire or razors or something, something, something. Whatever form the illusion takes, target cannot see or hear anything beyond it and is restrained for the spell's duration. If the target moves out of the illusion 
or makes a melee attack through it or reaches any part of its body through it, it takes extra damage. It takes 10, 10 d10 psychic damage. Oh. Ooh. So, because you failed, you're immediately going to take 5d10. Okay. Where is that? So I can't even attack through it without taking damage? You can attack if it's like a ranged attack. You can't swipe somebody. Which is just my lightning breath. Ooh, did that recharge? I didn't find out. It did! Did you just say it did? Yeah, it did recharge. Yeah, it's a d6 roll, and if I roll a 5 or a 6, then I get it recharged. So that's 35 damage immediately. Okay. And it it looks like you're surrounded by more and more of my floating swords, so you don't think you'll be able to move out of it. Yikes. Okay. It's in a sword prison. All right. I'm also going to give the mental command to my swords with a bonus action to come back to me. Actually, no. Cool. I'm going to leave nope. him there to attack it. Sorry. Okay. So that 35 works. damage, and it looks dangerous around you. Okay. Then, Eve, it is your turn. I'm going to cast two spells again. First, I bite my index finger, and I fling blood at the... at Jet. Oh. And it lands on Jet's armor. You cast with your blood, you freak? Don't worry about me. Ugh. It lands on Jet's armor, <laughs> and Jet f- Jet's armor feels very light and very fast, and I have cast haste on Jet. So Jet has an extra two AC and ex- an advantage on dexterity saving throws. And she gains an additional action on each of her turns. I am going to cast on this dragon, Icing Death's Frost. And I once again use that bloody finger to... So I blow onto my bloody finger and it turns into this like grayish icy thing. It looks like dirty snow. And I'm going to throw it at the dragon. And it needs to make a constitution saving throw. It's not another two. It's not another 17 plus 15. 32. Okay. So definitely fine. That was my last third level spell. I'm going to stay where I am. Okay. I'm not going to move. Uh, so then we're going to make Gwendolina's first death save. Seven. That is a failure. I really don't want to be carrying around a dead body. Uh, you could be is... running with a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> it is the sword's turn. Okay. Uh, D20 plus six. Nope. That's a nine plus. That's a 15. No. Nope. Clang, 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 clang. But I mean. Goes the trolley. The dragon, th- <laughs> the dragon thinks that it's scary, but just bouncing off it for now. Jet, it is your turn. Okay. I'm going to try to get Wendelina out of this. Okay. Without dying. Uh, That's literally it. Okay. Um, I have a health potion if you want to come grab it. Yeah, I might also use my second win. Once per short rest, you can use a bonus action to regain 1d10 plus 13 HP. Oh, I meant to bring back Gwendolina, but sure, you do you. Nice. 10. So I got 23 health back. Sweet. Okay. That's not bad. It's like all of my health right now. All right. That ends Jet's turn. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is the dragon's turn. It is no longer blinded. Jet has run away with Gwendolina. Eve and Tara are still behind the wall, but Benny is now in sight. 
So the first thing I need is Benny to make a wisdom saving throw. 16. So the dragon has used its frightful presence, and you are now frightened for the next minute. And it's going to move right up to you, because it can reach you. Ooh. And make its three attacks. Bite, bite, and claw. So the first attack is oh, 11 wait, plus... Oh, wait, it moved whoops. through the swords. Oh, fuck, it did move. That's 10d10 damage, baby. Yeah. All right, give it to me. D10, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. God, that feels so good. God, it feels so good. Murder this thing. Oh, it's 54 damage. Still good. Still good. It's just not what I hope for. I wanted to get like 100. It still did a really good chunk of damage. Okay, so now that it's... It made the stupid error of running through all the swords. Uh, the first attack on Benny is an 11 plus 16, 27 to hit. Yeah, that hit. Second one. 22. Cast shield on Benny. And that gives what a plus four? Five. Five. Plus yes. five. Okay, so then the second one is a 12 plus 16, 28. That hits. And the third is a 15 plus 16, 31. So it's 2d10, which I rolled two ones, plus nine. So that's 11 for the first attack that did hit. And the second one that did hit, five, ooh, dice down. Five, four, and nine, plus nine, another 18 after that. So 29 damage? Uh, and it was lightning damage and then slashing damage. All right, 29 damage. Um, she is going to uncanny dodge the ninth, the 18. Okay. To make that into nine, so it's just a total of 20 damage. Okay. That will end the dragon's turn. And it is Angelica's turn. Now Angelica can come out and reach the dragon and join battle. And and Benny says, Benny says, um, you oh, know, woof, woof. this dragon really isn't that strong, if you think about it. Like, that didn't hurt very much. I agree. I don't think it's that bad, to be totally honest. Yeah, it's not that bad. <laughs> Let's just take it down. <laughs> okay. 13 does not hit. No. And that's all it does. It runs up, tries to bite, misses. Am I within five feet of Benny? No, Benny's on the other side of the wall, right up next to the dragon. Like, they are face-to-face. No, I mean, it's the wolf. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I'm sorry. So then he gets the advantage. Yeah. Because of pack tactics, pack tactics, which is nine, so no. Just okay. as I suspected. And then that's it for your turn, right? Yes. Okay, it's Benny's turn. Benny is currently frightened, so disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Okay, she is going to use a. She's going to switch her starry form to berserker. Okay. While in this starry form, you are immune to the frightened condition. In addition, you can add your wisdom modifier to your damage rolls when you cast a druid spell or cantrip. All right. So she is immune to the frightened condition. Now she is going to just go ahead and... What what have people been using against her? Do do I know um, what our party has been using, like which... Damage type they've been using against her, fire, mostly swords and necromancy, oh, and okay. celestial too. Well, then 
I suppose she will just crossbow one. Oh, also psychic. So five. So six. So this is going to be sixty-eight plus five d six damage. Um, and actually, we'll do it as three d eight plus five d six, and then I'll do the necrotic separately if you want. Unless you're going to bring. That's fine. Are you going to bring the dragon I, back? I, it doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't matter. Okay. All right. So twenty-eight damage plus plus nineteen. So that's 37, wait, 47 damage. Okay. And, You're getting and there. And that's, that's her turn. Okay, at the end of your turn, the dragon's going to make an attack on you as a reaction, or as a legendary action. And it's a 30 to hit, which I believe does. Yes. <laughs> so 2d8 plus 9, 3, 8 is 11 plus 9, another 20 bludgeoning damage. 20. <laughs> Yes. And then it is Tara's turn. Yeah, guys, that's not too bad. <clears throat> 20 is not, it doesn't really hurt. It tickles, actually. It's like a third of my health. Tara cracks her knuckles and she uses the last four slots on her, the last four charges on that wand to cast Phantasmal Killer. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to tap into the nightmares of this dragon and create an illusory manifestation of its deepest fears visible only to that creature. I'd like to, like, I'm not the DM, but I think it'd be more fun if it was visible to all of us. Oh, sure, okay. Yeah, yeah definitely. You... They have to make a wisdom saving throw of 18. Okay. My wisdom is plus 10, so we'll see. 10 plus 10, 20. Well, now I'll do it. Woo. Absolutely nothing happens. Wow. Wow. Except I lose a fourth level spell slot. Yes, that did happen. Yeah. Is that the end of your turn then? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to take another legendary action and do a wing attack on Benny, which I need Benny to make. Oh, each creature within 15 feet. I need Benny and uh, Angelica to make dexterity saving throws. Okay. You said dexterity saving throws? Yes. Angelica fails with a 10. Okay. 26. Oh, that, that's saved. Okay, so then the wing attack does nothing to Benny, but to Angelica, it's 6, 3, 18 bludgeoning damage. And Angelica is now knocked prone. Okay. Mm. All right. And then now it's uh, Gwendolina's second death save. Nice. Seven. She is an inch away from death. I mean, we could we could heal her. It is the sword's turn now. They're gonna swing again. Okay, let's do it. One, two, twenty plus. Nope, that was two. I'll just re-roll that. <laughs> uh, plus six. Oh shit, that was the nat twenty. That awesome. Hit, do you get critical damage? I don't know if they can crit. Oh. Yes. Do they? Mm. No, I was just saying, please. Let's pretend that it does. Oh. Um, what's, the, what's the damage you're going to end up doing? They do small. They do 1d8 plus 2 damage. Each? A piece, yeah. Why don't you, why don't you just roll it? <laughs> okay. There's 10 of them? 10 of them. Let's, let's just see. 
Uh, six plus two for each one, so eight times ten is eighty damage. Go ahead and explain how you uh, finished off the dragon. <gasps> yes. Um. <clears throat> so the dragon attacks Benny, and Benny looks over at, at Tara. I assume because Tara is great and wonderful and has been doing a lot <laughs> yes. of damage. And Tara like mimes opening up a journal and putting a smiley face, like like mimes a smiley face over her own face, and then. <laughs> orders the swords to just all jab into the dragon at the same time in the way that the magic box would on a stage. Yes. <laughs> and you hear it go, Rawr! And you could swear you could hear an audience cheering in the background as it happened. Um, Eve immediately goes to fish out those kneecaps and takes some of the dragon's blood. The kneecap. Oh yeah, those kneecaps are mine. <laughs> as a matter of fact, did the dragon have horns? I believe blue dragons have horns, yes. I'm taking that too. Okay. Horns and kneecaps and blood. Great. Anything else you want to take from it? Awesome kill, by the way, Tara. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, you were amazing. I'm pretty great. What was that you said earlier about being useless on the battlefield? (laughs) Uh (laughs) I also want to take the dragon's tongue. I hate everything that's happening right now. Okay. I mean, you you can Dexter the shit out of it. Take whatever you want. And it's hard. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, do you want that to go? Do you need a doggy bag? You're just going to eat it now. So while Eve is excavating body parts from this gargantuan dragon, the rest of you could go down and check on the queen. Mm-hmm. Benny runs down there. Roll a perception check because it's pretty gross. Oh. Maybe I no one wants to look at it. Plus four. 10. I don't know if Jet would have gone in, to be honest. Fair. I think she's just sitting. Okay, so Jet stays out because it's either look at that mangled body or the one that Eve is mangling. Or my own mangled body, like. <laughs> uh, Tara walks in, sees how gross and gruesome of a scene it is, and just stops a little short. Benny, as you approach, you can see that this queen has clearly been clawed up and chewed on. However, the queen is wrapped in a net. In a net? Can I... Yeah. Can I discern anything from the net? Why is there a net? Well, you, you know that dragons don't throw nets to catch their prey, but this prey has been tied up into a net. Um, what is... She pulls out her net that she got from Hogum to see if it matches... It's a perfect match. Oh, God. (laughs) Wait, what? And that is where we're going to end the episode. Yeah, so the the conclusion is drawing near. Season three is almost over, but we're not done yet. Don't worry. Come back next week. I'm Chris the DM. Find me everywhere on social media at Chris Drinks Lemonade. I'm Tisha. You can find me on Instagram at the number one Tish, the number one. I'm Brandon, the strongest damage dealer in the party and new leader of the group. Uh, and you can find me at Blue Cotton Candy Cosplay on TikTok. Uh, hi, my name is Katie, and I can sometimes be found in the Facebook group sharing memes. Nice. Yep. Hey, I'm Jonathan. I play St. Eve of Eight. Wow. I play St. Eve of Lorraine, and this is too fucking much. See you next week, everybody. Bye! 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 Bye. Bye. 
Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.